Laserbeak, report. Operation Surveillance as success. It would appear that the host of Swerve's Bar podcast do not understand when Earth holidays are exactly. Perhaps these three are bit brains and are missing a few processors. Regardless, happy holidays whenever you are listening to this episode. Now to continue surveillance with the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic book discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers 2015 Holiday Special. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it, we highly recommend you go back, read it. It is short and sweet. And then come back, listen to the podcast. Now, onwards. Both Computron and myself have read the series already, but this is Killbyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts. Before we can dive into that, Computron, do you mind telling us some of the facts and maybe some of the trivia? Yeah, so this is the holiday special, so there's only really one comic that came out in December 23rd, 2015. The Choose Me story was written by Marguerite Scott, and the artists were Corin Howell and the colors by Thomas Steer. In Silent Light, it was written by James Roberts, and artists by Kuteri and colors by Joanna Lafuente. 13th Day of Christmas was written by John Barber and artist was John Burkham. Okay, so in Choose Me, among the celebrating badgeless is a transformer based on a prime vehicon. Uh, these bots are happy to be among the living, a joke based on the short life expectancy of the average vehicon in the prime cartoon. That is dark. <laughs> Dark joke in Christmas comic, yay. <laughs> For Silent Night, the scene where Whirl picks up Minimus's fallen mustache is inspired by a Faulty Tower episode, Communication Problems, where Basil picks up a hearing aid from the floor and asks the guest, is this a piece of your brain? Uh, in a surprise turn, we are given one of the key missing steps in how Cybertronians are born and mature. Previously, we learned that forged sparks are harvested alongside the surrounding surface of the hotspot. Here we find out whether aided or unaided, these developed into uh, semi-featureless protoforms, which will naturally mature and grow in alt mode. For the 13th day of Christmas, Thundercracker flies past polar bears drinking from a red can. Clearly, he's familiar with the animals from Coca-Cola's holiday commercial. That makes sense. <laughs> What's in the box, screams Thundercracker before Megatron unveils his lump of coal, parroting the movie Seven. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? Okay, yeah, uh, so Mr. Kilobyte, with all this done and dandy and said, would you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? We'll do, uh, and it's going to be a short one. So first of all, happy holidays. And I know it's a little early, but in the short stories covered by this volume, we get to see our favorite bots enjoying some human holiday traditions, but with a Cybertronian twist. And this week's episode, we're giving a shout out to the Arizona Autobots. You are all 
awesome. And it was a blast to meet you all at the Transformers Con in LA in 2022. Please give them a follow on Twitter at AZ Arizona. And they are awesome. Awesome cosplays. Are too. you ready? I am ready. I made my summary this time. Haha. <laughs> ah, so this what time you can summary? reference yourself, right? Yes. Is that how that works? By me. <laughs> How's it feel? Great. Fantastic. Let's get started with the first holiday. Choose Me is a Dr. Seuss-inspired storytelling of how the Grinch stole Christmas, but with the Transformers. So rather than hit each story point, let's just talk about our favorite scenes and parts. Kilobyte, would you like to go first? For this one, I really enjoy like the the narration and the rhyming while like describing the, the scenes and all that, which is kind of traditional through the holidays. Uh, but I like seeing uh, all the bots kind of like having a rest for once and not have to worry about war or bickering and all that. And I think that my favorite one was uh, Spark Stalker and Lightbright getting married. Yeah, I thought that was knew. very sweet. <laughs> yeah, the rhyming in this is very Dr. Susie and it's definitely yeah. something that is not easy to do. And I can only imagine Transformers makes it a little more difficulty. And yeah. I also like the the two tankers get tattoos that says tankers for life. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Bobby-tron? I do like, um, you know, like I said, there's a Grinch inspired, but I do like um, it's it's a twist where uh, Starscream is instead of trying to ruin it, he's trying to get these people to like essentially like, worship him. Right. Yeah. Yep. And like one of the things where is he like like he was talking about like how instead of they're all like giving gifts to one another and they should be honoring each other by honoring me kind of thing. It was just <laughs> it was just geez, of course. He fits the crown. Starscream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like his angry or like sad angry face when he's sitting on the throne all by himself. That yeah. kind of was so funny. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm going to push us to the next story called Silent Light. And I really enjoy how this one starts off with Brainstorm telling us that he has a machine called the Excuse Generator and it somehow ran into problems. <laughs> That's so hilarious. I think Megatron says that he's always working on uh, like these machines that kind of are irrelevant at some, at some point. Right. Or something like that. <laughs> so I'm just... Copytron, I think there's a scene in here that you really enjoy with a certain bot and a baby sparkling. Would you like to tell us about it? My, I'm proud. My, my, my world's becoming a popper. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it wasn't really a popper. It was just a, a swarm of nanobots that were going to eat them. So don't worry about it. it Scraplets, really right? Yeah. Scraplets, yeah. But that's okay. He's still proud of them. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's proud very of proud of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's like James Robert has this thing with duality where he makes you feel all warm inside looking at world being a good dado to this little protoform. And, and then in the end, it's like, oh, by the way, it wasn't really a protoform. It was just like this very toxic little scraplets and that could have killed world. And we had to get rid of them by disintegrating them. You're like, <laughs> I don't think okay. they disintegrated them, right? They just put them in a container, right? Yeah, or I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, they quarantined yeah. them in the container. It looked like yeah. something they were disintegrating in the picture. Yeah. But like, and, yeah. and the world almost gave his, his spark 
uh, for them because they, they needed to hide themselves and they, they could only be... They had a device that they nicknamed Beds. And yes. <laughs> there can only there can only be one of them inside to hide their spark from another group of creatures that were that could attack them. And so he puts the baby scraplets on his cockpit and he goes to sleep, but he kinda power down and if he would have done it longer, he would have gone offline, all to save the scraplets, and then when he wakes up and they tell him that they're scraplets and he almost died, he's like I'm not mad. I'm proud of them. <laughs> I just found that so funny. <laughs> it's a world thing to say. Yep. Oh, world. So moving to our last story of this comic, the 13th day of Christmas is a Thundercracker storytelling of the night before Christmas theme story. What a group of words. And I love there's two baby turbo foxes by the fireplace. And that Santa looks awfully familiar. Computron? Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I'm feeling uh, really guilty about the turbo foxes. Um, anyway. I do want to say, like, before we kind of dive into, like, any of the stuff, I do like the prowl pouting and the optimist pointing right next to the clock kind of. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But also, uh, I do have to say, Megatron with the beard's not too shabby. (laughs) He's working on that dad-grandpa bod. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, you mean dad-grandpa bot bod. (laughs) Yes. You, You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> I also really enjoyed the Turbo Reindeers and the part where Thundercracker and Santa are just going toe-to-toe and punching each other. That was just fantastic. Yeah, I like the he's like, I'll give you a sandwich and then just punches Santa. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Well, let's not forget the important bit that Buster is Rudolph. Okay. Yes, Buster yes, is Rudolph. So cute. I had to look at the comic a little twice because I thought they were giving Buster a mustache for some reason. (laughs) Yes, it does look like a mustache. (laughs) I thought the same thing. So many good references in this. I love the mistakes that Thundercracker makes trying to incorporate the human interaction and kind of language into his stories. They're just so good. They're fantastic. Are there any other notes we would like to cover before Rodstar rating? Yeah, I, I... I do want to say it's hilarious, like how, uh, just in the grand scheme of things, about how Thundercracker is about storytelling. Cause like he jumps around and it almost feels like you're reading like a, a Deadpool comic. Cause like first you're reading like it was a quiet night and then all of a sudden Santa <laughs> busts in. And then all of a sudden here comes Thundercracker, the detective in a Neuer setting comic. And it just jumps <laughs> around everywhere. Yeah, it's almost like it's a fanfic. It's so yeah. good, though. It's so good. <laughs> Kilo? Oh, no, I've, I've enjoyed them all. I want more holiday specials. Would you like to lead us into Rod Star rating? Rod Star rating. I'm going to give them a five. I really enjoyed them all. They were very sweet, uh, especially the one with Starscream. I kind of, after seeing the Grinch movie, the, the human movie, uh, once I kind of felt bad for the Grinch and kind of got the same feelings with Starscream, <laughs> but at the end it kind of all ended up being very happy, so I was very happy for him. Kilo, I've, I've kind of noticed the older one gets, the more relatable the Grinch becomes, because at first, like, when you first watch the Grinch, he's like the bad guy, but then when you get older, he's kind of like the hero. Yes. <laughs> That's so, so true. Rampitron, would you like to go next? Yeah, I gotta give my boy Whirl a five. You know, nothing you'd expect him to be a papa. You know? 
Yeah, I liked all of these. These were all pretty good. I would also give it a five. It's the holidays. It's the time of giving. Yes. Yes. A perfect five. Well, listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many raw stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. And it's probably five because it's the holidays. Come on. Yeah, if not, you're going to get a lump of coal. If it's anything yes. else, you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any emails to read to you today. But if you would like to send us an email, you can send us one at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Are you two ready for Transformers Sins of the Wreckers? Oh, I'm ready. Yes. I'm excited. It's always a good time when the Wreckers are involved. Mm-hmm. Kilo, do you have one last thing you would like to say before we head out? Well, yeah, well, actually, I have two things. Talking about Wreckers, I got uh, the Legacy Bulkhead toy. And oh boy, I really love the bulkhead. It looks so good. I can't oh. stop staring at it. <laughs> oh. I really like it. Uh, Speaking then, of toys, sorry, I'm going to butt in. I also got a nice new toy. It's the G2 Laser Optimus that a certain Minicon that is also a co-host of this podcast bought me. And I am enjoying it. And it's been sitting on my desk next to uh, my Grimlock. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. It's very good too. I really, really like it too. But my my second thing is I started streaming on Twitch, which is a human platform on their website, which is called twitch.tv, and you can find me under Kilobyte Prime. And I go live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because that's when the signal from Cybertron reaches Earth. And I've been streaming a couple games. I was streaming Transformers Battlegrounds. I just finished it recently. So I was thinking of going to play Bioshock 2 or going under. So you can catch me there live. And I hope to see you all there. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of our proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and access to our Discord channel. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. And till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spinoff D&D series, Transform Rollout. The first season, Rise of the World Killers, is completely out now. Let us tune in for a preview now. Gotta behave. You gotta lay low. You're asking too much for me. If I swear to Primus, I will not hesitate to lock you on your room in the ship. Let's just say that if I get this grappling hook, I will be in better behavior than I would be if I didn't get the grappling hook. She kind of stares. All right, but you're still on thin ice, but fine. Fascinating. There's also a YouTube channel with bonus content with a link provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as several 3D files and access to their Discord. Links will be provided below. And transmission.